Hey guys, welcome to episode number 23 of I Mean Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. Today I had a little different episode to share with you guys. It's almost a venturing through the past and discovering where do we begin. I think we often go through these moments in life where we don't know where to begin or we are so afraid of failure that we stop ourselves from beginning. So I wanted to take you through my pastime of how my career started. And maybe some of you are not familiar with, you know, the career that I've had before I even became a writer. I'm still in the pharma industry, but I wanted to share that part with your with you guys so that maybe you can identify that maybe you failed in a few areas and maybe this is the calling or the wake up call that you've been wanting so that you can start at the beginning of a new you. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. You're listening to, I mean, can we discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. We will be discussing different issues that can be debated, articulated, chopped up any kind of way. There's no real set way to this. It could be culturally, it could be socially, it could just be how we're feeling today. So you're here for the randomness and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. So let's go back to the years of young, young Astrid. When I used to be in high school, I used to go to Reading High School, and I had signed up what's called for Voltec. And the way Voltec works is that you could sign up to go to Voltec classes for half the day. Some students would go in the morning and come back to regular Reading High in the afternoon, or other students like I did would attend Reading High in the morning, and then after lunch or recess, you would go to your vocational classes, which was held at Reading Muhlenberg Voltec. So shouts out to them. And in Voltec, you would choose what you wanted to do. So you would choose like some students, but for culinary arts, uh, which I love their program because when they would have that uh, fully loaded potatoes, whoo, child, it was much better than that Domino's pizza. (laughs) Um, Anyway, other students would go for cosmetology. Some would go for... Uh, auto body like mechanics some students but for sewing um which actually i i did use them uh for my prom uh dress which was pretty bomb um and other students would go for like computer arts i actually went for computers I had a natural knack for wanting to know how things worked and how to put things together and I loved like learning about how technology evolved and then learning these different programs. And on the side of that as well, I learned about 
you know, the computer programs like Microsoft, you know, when it was uh, pretty new, um, you know, PowerPoint and, and Excel and Access and all that stuff. And then I used to build uh, websites using Flash. So it was, you know, it was pretty cool. It wasn't your boring, um, regular high school learning about English and science and, you know, English lit and uh, um, social studies and things of that nature. It it was actually pretty hands-on. And then there were... Uh, competitions for Voltec, which I actually was tossed into. I didn't really know how that worked, but I actually ended up coming in second place. So I was pretty proud of that. That was my first time receiving a trophy. And that's pretty much where my career kind of started. You know, I thought I was going to be America's best computer programmer. And that's what led me to going to college. So when I went to college, I started out in Kutztown University. When I went to Kutztown University, my major was in computer science. I thought I had it all figured out, or how Marie Folio would say, all figure outable. Um, needless to say, my first year in college, I received my first F. And it was in my computer science course. That was a blow to my heart because I really thought that this is what I was meant to do. Then I realized that the reason why I wasn't doing well was because of the classes, the, the size of the classes because that wasn't the only class that I didn't do very well. In college was the first time I received the F and the D in courses. So classes where I had to go for lectures, and it was huge classes where you had to stand in line to ask a question in the microphone, I knew that I wasn't going to do well. Because all I was doing was trying to write down all the things the teacher was saying because, you know, it was a, the teacher was just lecturing and I wasn't really grasping what the teacher was saying. It's all about keywords and then learning how to, how to study and things of that nature. So I really had to get to know myself and what was important to me and how I learned material. But because I got an F in my computer science course, I had to change my major. So I changed my major to the next thing that I knew how to do, which was business, business administration. Now, I did much better, but I still felt like something was missing. So I decided to transfer, and I transferred to DeVry University. In DeVry University, I took... Well, my major, my undergrad, because I received a bachelor's, was in um, business information systems, which was blending the business and the computer programming piece of it. So I wouldn't exactly be the programmer, but I would be the one telling the programmer what to do. It changed my life. I thought this is what I was meant to do. I was acing all of my classes. I graduated with honors, and then 
I received the news. I couldn't get an internship to save my life in the IT department. And I didn't want to start in computer, you know, the helpline that everybody calls, right? Because I, I at least knew that part of myself. I didn't do well with phones. <laughs> or trying to explain what's wrong with someone's computer over the phone. So I started by getting an internship in the marketing department and the pharma industry. I worked in the brand side. And that was the beginning of my career. So I've worked in the pharma industry since before I graduated college. I mean, that's been the longest industry that I've been in. But then again, I found myself in the same situation as I was that one time I received an F in college. I was unfulfilled. So I decided to share a piece with the world that I had never shared before, which was poetry. I've only written poetry in my journals. I've always had a love for it. I always silently admired the poets who would do the spoken word poetry because I had a serious, serious stage fright. And then Malt was created. And Malt was created because I was going through postpartum depression. And it was kind of like my 24-7 psychiatrist that didn't exactly talk back to me. And I didn't have to pay all this money to see. And that's how I introduced it to the world. And then I wrote my second one, which was based on all the questions that people were asking me, saying, you know, I feel like we could read more into this, these different chapters. And that's how the serpent's rattle was created. You might be saying, why am I telling you all of this? Well, the reason why I'm saying is because you can be completely successful in different avenues of your life and still feel unhappy. It's not uncommon. And the only way that you're going to get over that is if you ask yourself a few questions. First, you have to ask yourself, what comes to you naturally? What do you do whenever you find yourself in situations like what do you revert to? Is that painting? Is that drawing? Is that writing? Is that? talking um, to different people? Um, what do people say about you? Like, actually ask different people around you. What is it that they see in you? Like, what do you do that it's like, yeah, that's the person you would go to, that they would say that about you? Maybe you're that friend that always listen. Maybe you, you know have an, a, a natural love for people and you've been meant to be a psychiatrist or maybe you've been meant to open up a nonprofit um, company because you've always wanted to help people. 
Maybe you are that one friend who could always help your friends figure out a solution. You know, maybe you've been meant to be a life coach. Maybe you've been a writer all your life. What kind of writer have you been meant to become? Are you a playwright? Because you have all these ideas in your head and and you play all these different scenes. And poetry doesn't allow you to expand as much as you want to because poetry you have to skirt certain things or maybe your imagination has leaps and bounds and you've been meant to create science fiction stories or young adult or you know whatever that is don't be afraid to explore it I think that we go through periods in life where We get so used to doing what is important, like right now, that we forget to actually do the things that is necessary for us to breathe, for us to feel closer to our purpose. And sometimes that's a journey that takes a long time because you have to get to know yourself. I know it's sounds so simple but it is difficult and then once you figure out what that is you might be able to find that thing that you love and never work a day in your life again what's funny is that as a kid they used to tell me this especially when college recruiters would come and I used to think it was the corniest slogan ever because I was like I'm in high school like girl I'm just trying to learn how to do white rice without it burning. You talk about finding something I love. Well, I mean, I can tell you what I love to do right now. But um, to me, what I loved was, does it come with the paycheck? And I seriously thought that winning five figures was like I was rich. I really thought that if I could get a job that paid me $65,000 a year that I was going to be able to somehow buy my mom the car she always wanted, get her a house, get, get myself a house, and take care of my siblings. Talk about a rude awakening, okay? But that's where most of us are at that age. We're very naive. And sometimes we have to go through different experiences. That's why sometimes I tell people, if you want to go to college, I mean, why not get a job first? See what you like. And then maybe have that job pay for you to go to college once you find what that niche is. You know? And then if it's if it's a uh if you want to get like a creative degree like, is it worth it? Do you need that degree? Like, is it just to learn techniques? Is it something that you can teach yourself? And maybe you can go for a degree that's going to help you expand that passion into a profitable business. And maybe that's what, maybe that's the route you need to take. So all of these things are good questions to ask yourself. And then also to give yourself permission to start over. Just because you failed doesn't mean that that's where it ends. Maybe it's just a new beginning. And maybe this is the permission you've been waiting for. Maybe this is that wake-up call that you've been needing. So I challenge you 
to actually sit there and ask yourself these questions. If you dread getting up every morning to go do the job that you're doing, then what is it that you won't dread to do every morning? That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Maybe next one will be a little deeper, guys. Let me know if you like this. And remember to subscribe, share with your friends. Um, follow us on our Instagram, imcwd.podcast. Or send us an email. Pitch us some content or send us the letter. You know, I opened up the letter form in our Instagram where I am actually looking for your letters. I want to hear from you. So email me at imcwd.podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. And send send me your concern and I'll read your email in the next episode. Until next time, guys. Ciao. That was a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to, I mean, can we discuss? Don't forget to subscribe, follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to, and enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off.